0: All you need to know, the NDTV Profit podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. This podcast is meant to set you up for the rest of the day. Today is the 8th of February. Now, the big event to watch for today is the outcome of the Monetary Policy Committee's decision on interest rates. It is widely expected to maintain the status quo on the RBI's key lending rate as we're yet to see inflation fall to the target of 4% and as economic activity remains resilient. All 41 economists polled by Bloomberg expect the MPC to hold the rates steady. Now, there could also be some statements made about liquidity with the amount of cash available in the system seemingly higher than it has been in the recent past. That seems to be the case because a few trades in the overnight interbank call money market are taking place at below the repo rate. There could also be some statements made by the RBI governor at the press conference today about regulations uh, and specifically related to what you've seen on Paytm in the recent past. Now, Capital Market Regulator Securities and Exchange Board of India has come out with a proposal to relax timelines for disclosure of material changes by foreign portfolio investors. The regulator also suggested a framework for providing flexibility to FPIs in dealing with their securities after the expiration of their registration. In its consultation paper, SEBI proposed categorizing material changes notified by FPIs into two groups to set timelines for reporting such changes. Type 1 includes changes that require FPIs to seek fresh registration or which affect any of their current privileges or exemptions. And type 2 includes all other material changes. Now the Indian pharmaceutical sector has reported healthy growth in January on a low base and despite flat volume growth. Industry sales were up 9.5% against 2.3% over the same period last year. And that's according to data from the all Indian origin chemists and distributors. In the other highlights, price growth was at 5.2% on a year-on-year basis compared with a 5.9% rise last year. And new product launches registered a growth of 4.3% as against a rise of 1.8% over the previous year. Now, India's life insurance companies saw a rise in revenue growth in January as compared with the previous year. The industry's new business premium rose 27%, to above 33,500 crore rupees in January, according to provisional data released by the Life Insurance Council on Wednesday. A 10% increase in the total number of policies sold aided the rise. SBI Life Insurance has reported the highest revenue among private listed players and the maximum year-on-year growth in new business premiums in January. Meanwhile, India's non-life insurers witnessed a comeback in revenues in January after a relatively weak October-December quarter. Standalone private health insurers uh, saw their growth outpace that of general insurers during the month. The gross premiums underwritten by non-life insurers companies rose 7% year-on-year to 27000 220 odd crore rupees in January, according to the provisional data released by the General Insurance Council. In major updates from overseas, global market watchers will want to keep an eye out for China's January PPI and CPI data that will be out later today. It will likely show that deflation has extended into 2024, with consumer prices falling for a fourth straight month and factory gate prices marking their 16th month of declines. And that's according to a Bloomberg report. Overnight, Fed Reserve Bank of Minneapolis President Neil Kashkari joined the host of officials pushing back on rate cut expectations, saying that officials would like to see a few more months of inflation data before cutting interest rates adding that he thinks that two or three cuts will likely be appropriate for 2024. Overnight, equity markets gained in the US with the Dow gaining about 150 points, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained 0.8% and 1% respectively. And the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started in the green. And with that, it's over to Niraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, how's it looking today? Good morning,
1: Alex. Uh, well, the global cues are certainly constructive. So, on the policy day, we might not have a bad start. Now, the bank nifty may remain a bit sideways, uh, preempting what the policy might say, or ahead of that, may not want to make a big move, and that is understandable. But uh, otherwise, uh, there's no reason to be complaining. By the way, I must say, uh, you know, technical indicators notwithstanding, when I look at quant indicators, and there are a couple that are available that I follow. Uh, there is just, uh, I mean, far away from suggesting any major weakness. And therefore downsides will not be very, very high somehow based on these indicators, at least. Uh, yesterday we spoke about how IT may actually be in a hope trade. And I think cognizance commentary lays it out, right? No change in demand environment. They say that it's uncertain and weak discretionary spending in the early part of 2024. BFSI, the sector is burdened with high interest rates and clients are in a wait and watch mode and hence a pause on discretionary spends. Discretionary spending, by and large, that discretionary spending contribution remains unknown. All of this came out from a cognizant call. I just find it difficult to understand how is it that when companies themselves are not seeing demand come up at all. And, and there's no mention about whether the second half sees an improvement or not. You have to argue that it is not an informed uh, call that people are making when when you're going long it or at least that seems to be the case to me based on everything that i've read Uh, hsbc thinks otherwise of course but let's wait and watch the cognizant call wasn't the most constructive must say anyways a lot of stocks very constructive based on numbers and lupin continues to shine from amongst these pharma names yet again a quarter which stood out, revenues up 20% at 5,197 crores versus 4,322 crores. That's a 20% uptick in revenues, much better than the poll as well. Margins up 764 basis points, nearly 20% versus 12.32. Profit after tax jumps nearly 4x, yes, 4x at 613 crores versus 153 crores. I was confused whether it's 3x or 4x because it's 299%. But splendid showing by Lupin, really. Uh, and details will follow, of course, uh, on on the channel, but very strong number could react. Cummins, other one, very strong number. Maybe not as strong as Lupin, but a good number nevertheless. Uh, revenues up 16%, uh, 2,500 crores. Margins up 281 basis points at 20.35 versus 17.54. The poll was expecting a 16% margin print, so extremely strong showing there, as a result of which the bottom line number is well up 20%, much ahead of estimates. The one that really stood out is Piccadilly Agro. Revenues up 55%, EBITDA up 95%, margins up 362 basis points. As a result of which, and maybe a subdued quarter previously, net profit up 548% at 45 crores versus 7 crores. To put this into perspective, listeners, Piccadilly Agro has had 22 crores of PAT for the first half. They've done 44 crores in quarter three. Just goes to show how strong the performance has been. They are the makers of Indri whiskey, which has been very popular. Watch out for this one in the session today. Star Cement, another good set of numbers. Revenue is up 5%, almost in line with estimates, but a bit upbeat estimates, margins ahead of estimates, and Pat, as a result, at 73 crores, up 40%. Strong showing yet again by a cement company. Then some stocks in news. Uh, I mean, I've missed out on mentioning about Gujarat, Narmada, uh, the results, but they were very, very poor. So very likely that the stock will have a sharpish reaction downwards. Apollo tires was, the revenue numbers were okay, but the margin performance in the bottom line was strong. They've spoken about concentrating on ROC when they spoke to me at Davos and said that uh, uh, they will want to take their ROC from 16% to 20% as well without much capex. So those are a couple that you need to keep an eye out. Very quickly, some other stocks in news, Paradeep Phosphates and Mangalore Chemicals have announced a merger. The swap ratio has an 18% arbitrage in favor of Mangalore Chemicals. I would suspect that Mangalore Chemicals will rise, very likely Paradeep, which was up yesterday, might correct a bit. Adani Ports has won a bid to operate a Tanzania container terminal. This is big, they're spreading their wings, Israel, Europe, now Tanzania sri lanka and more so the company is going truly global watch out for this one stock today uh, standard disclaimer of course the uh, group owns ndtv and you are listening to this podcast on NDTV profit wellspun enterprises has won a 500 million dollar water treatment plant contract should react positively i would reckon it's a large one a small one for sjv and relative to Wellspun, it's a 133 million dollar win for a 200-megawatt solar pro- solar project, so watch out for this one. Pedramal Pharma has, uh, the US plant has received a Form 483 from the US FDA with three observations, but they say that the observations are not related to data integrity. Uh, so maybe that is a bit of a respite, let's see how this reacts. And lastly, in a Bloomberg interview, Ireda says that they see a 10 trillion rupees opportunity in green lending. Uh, you know, all lenders in this space could be very interesting to watch. Now, that's the long and short of what could react in the session today. Watch out for the RBI policy. We'll be covering it uh, top to bottom ahead of the policy and post the policy speech. So you may want to tune into the channel
0: uh, for expert opinion there. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.